Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K, a podcast designed to empower, enlighten, and entertain with perspectives that most women are thinking, but not always saying. This is 50 Shades of K. In today's episode of Ask a Pro, we are talking to my good friend, Pamela Keek, who's back. Yay! She is a fashion lifestyle blogger and a social media superstar. You really are. You've created quite the brand on Instagram and with your blog. Also, soon-to-be podcaster. Be on the lookout for that. She's going to add that to her resume. She's known for being the curvy fashionista. But since you are this social media superstar and you also do social media marketing um you're the social media marketing manager at the spa at plastic surgery associates i thought why not just throw this out there to some facebook friends and some podcast listeners if you could ask a social media rock star any question what would it be and are you ready for this because we, we got some really great questions here i'm ready um first off we're gonna start with karen and i want to know this question too How much time do you spend blogging daily? Your pictures are fascinating. You've got all these different products you're promoting. Like, is this a full-time job for you? Um, some days. I mean, there are some days where I'm lazy and I just spend, like, 20 minutes updating my Instagram. But, I mean, most days I like to dedicate about an hour to an hour and a half solely on, like, Instagram, an hour just on Facebook. And does that mean you responding to people? Does Mm -hmm. that mean you posting? Like posting, um, responding to people, liking other people's things to gain more traffic to my page, stuff like that. And that is another question, too. When it comes to getting more followers, you are about almost 40,000 followers right now on Mm -hmm. Instagram. And that's that's a lot. Did that come from before you talked about how you were? involved in a post with a dress that you wore yeah and i woke up to like ten thousand new followers overnight because they had a lot of followers so they yeah. tagged you but you talking about commenting on other people's accounts mm-hmm. what is the secret behind that so what i do is i find similar bloggers and then you know i kind of will comment on their stuff i'll comment on the people that follow those bloggers you know like oh my god i love your blazer you know you should check out my page for, you know, some more outfit inspirations or whatever. And then they get redirected to my page. And then they start following. Is that good social media etiquette? Or does that make it look like you could be like taking over someone else's post? Or do they get what you're doing? No, I mean, I'm not necessarily doing it on another blogger's page. I'm just going and finding their following. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And so you look for local bloggers or bigger than Milwaukee bloggers? Both. I think, like, local bloggers, I mean, we're all pretty, like, a tight-knit little group, so you never want to, like, 
poach. I, I mean, you're not really poaching, but like, I think too that we all have very different demographics here locally and very different styles too. Yeah, I look for more, you know, like plus size curvy bloggers, people that are interested. I search the hashtags for, you know plus size fashion, curvy fashion, who is posting on that, you know, and you're finding girls that are posting images under those hashtags and commenting on them and liking them. So then they will come over to my page. Yeah, no, it makes it makes sense. And what about when it comes to the pictures that bloggers post because they're all these lifestyle photos where it's like you're looking off to the right or you're drinking a sip of coffee or your hair is going behind your ear they're beautiful pictures yeah is there like a formula to that or do you just say to your photographer hey shoot random shots of me walking and drinking and messing with my hair and then you pick the best one basically that like there's like a million ones that get deleted i totally want to see the outtakes pam (laughs) because we all have outtakes on our phone my photographer i've been working with her for a while now her name is liz klein and she every shoot she'll edit the good ones and then will send me one where i just look like a hot mess (laughs) and the one time she like texted me and was like just in case you ever get a big ego like remember these pictures and she says i have them somewhere (laughs) in my database yeah no but like every single like cutesy lifestyle picture that you see on bloggers it's really not that cutesy they are though they always look so great no but like the real life like the in, I feel like Instagram can be very misleading Instagram reality compared to yes. reality yes so yeah, yeah and, and we all do that and if you're um, not you should because if you're taking yeah. a picture be aware of what's in your background if your dirty shower is behind yeah. you close the shower curtain sure. door there was a girl that I saw on Facebook. God bless her heart. Every week she would do a baby post of oh. her baby bump. And oh, I didn't I know her. Of an actual baby. No, no, like, no, oh, no, 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 no. Of her baby bump growing. Yeah. And it was this selfie she would take in her bathroom. And I didn't know her really from Adam. But no one told her, you got to cover up that shower. Because your bump is growing and you're looking cute, but that shower is not looking cute. Oh, boy. And the mold is growing also. Yeah. It was so bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was. I felt so bad for her. Okay, so another question that we have here on um, the Facebook page. So Amy wants to know, when it comes to promoting things like clothing, lotions, what your face regimen is, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, it, when you want to become a lifestyle blogger, do you need to do all of that or can it just be clothes or can it just be restaurants? No, it can it can just be clothes and restaurants and stuff like that. Like I started solely on fashion. And then, you know, I started talking to brands that did skincare and stuff like that. And I re- and skincare has always been really like a thing that I'm interested in. So, I mean, I just kind of evolved it into beauty and lifestyle as well, but I mean, you can keep it really generalized too if you want to. But, I mean, you'll still get sent random stuff. (laughs) And that is another great question. And we kind of hit on this the last time that you were on Fifty Shades of K. When it comes to promoting products that you are given, the lines can get really blurred. Mm Because here in, like, radio land, it is very, very strict with us. And if your accounts become verified, you'll have to follow the same rules Mm -hmm. if you don't already. That if Mm -hmm. you are given any kind of product that you talk about, you have to do hashtag ad. Mm-hmm. How do you maneuver around that? Because I'm sure there's products you really actually like that you bought that you want to promote. Yeah. Um, well, on any blog post, if it was given to me, I do CO courtesy of you know whatever brand it is. Anything else that I pay for, I just 
take them. Um, and if it is an ad, like some brands don't like you using ad, like hashtag ad, hashtag sponsor. Ooh, those people better be careful because well, they're going to get in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, they don't like it. but They don't those, like it because the hashtag ads tend to get buried in the algorithms. Yeah. But it's technically you illegal have. to promote something knowing that there was compensation that happened under the table. I mean, there are yeah. multi-million dollar lawsuits mm-hmm. that are happening with public figures all the time. And as as a public figure, we are constantly signing forms because now what our company has told us is, hey, you've been warned. Mm-hmm. You signed this form. You took this module. You get sued. Guess what? Entercom isn't going to pay my lawsuit and that's like a minimum yeah so that's why I don't even play that game yeah so I mean I still will use it with the brands that say like hey we don't really want you to put hashtag ad I just mix it in with the mix of hashtags that I put in so it's not like yeah bury it yeah like it's not right at the top but it's still in there because I want to cover my own ass well and there are people that do, like I say, kind of gamble with that. But I, I've seen the lawsuits. I've seen things happen because mm-hmm. we get sent things a lot, too. And I'm very clear and I have to put in writing to say, hey, look, there are people that pay me to promote their product. Because then if I start promoting something else mm-hmm. and I'm not getting compensated in the proper way, then those that are following the rules have every right to get upset and then I could lose all of those opportunities totally. and endorsement. And it's just bad business. Yeah. But they are watching this stuff like crazy, which is why people are asking a lot of these uh-huh. questions. And I feel like a lot of times people think that everything that a blogger gets sent that they promote on their Instagram and social, which is not the case at all. And I'm glad you said that because yeah. that's not, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So, I mean, just because they're posting something that's an ad doesn't necessarily mean that they had to or do you right. know what I'm trying to say? I, no, I do. Yeah. I do know what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. I'm really authentic and real even with the brands. So like if it's a brand that I don't know if I like it or not and they're going to send me stuff, I will tell them straight up, sure, I will review your stuff, but if it sucks, I'm going to tell my followers that it sucks and you need to be okay with it. <laughs> this like, is why I love Pam because she's really honest. <laughs> like I'm not going to sit there and be like, hey, try this flat tummy tea. You know, it's so great when it's like, no. You're right, because then people aren't going to trust you the next time. And it's clearly like those posts are clearly for a paycheck. They're clearly, you know, like all the celebrities are getting paid for it. I had an offer from one of those companies Mm -hmm. for these weight loss teas or these flat tummy tea things. And the first thing I thought was, have you not looked at any of my posts? Because clearly I am not concerned about having six-pack abs. Or, You're the curvy fashionista. Yeah, like, that's your that's, brand. That's not like anything on my radar. But they told me, we already put the money in your PayPal account before I even signed anything. Whoa. And I was like, okay, well, send it over and I'll try it. If it sucks, I'm going to tell everyone it sucks. Like, whatever. So they sent it over and I tried it and it was terrible. Like, terrible. I wrote to them and I was like, listen... I'm not posting about this. I'm not even going to like give you the time of day to be talked about on my blog. Here is your money back. Like you can have it because I'm not doing it. Right. You don't want to be involved with that. Yeah. So I think, you know, you just really have to be real and only promote things that you genuinely like and use. And it's easier to promote when you really love it. Yeah. 
Totally. To be fake or talk about something that you don't like that you're not using, that's, yeah. that goes against everything that you stand for. Yeah. And then you lose all trust with your following and you don't want that. And do you feel that it's important to be on all social media platforms? That's a question from Michelle. Or is the revenue greater on Instagram if someone wants to get started doing something like this? I think the revenue is greater on Instagram. The algorithm sucks, to be honest. But I mean... And how do you break the the algorithm? Do you pay attention to what time you post? Do you pay attention to hashtags? See, I have never been the person to pay attention to what time I post. Like, I know bloggers are like, I have to post at 9 p.m. every day because that is the best time for them. And I'm just like, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to post whenever I feel like posting. And so, I mean, but now with the new algorithm, I'm kind of, you know, being more conscious of that and being more conscious of hashtags and like making sure that I'm using really good hashtags instead of just using a million hashtags to get on a bunch of different hashtag pages. What do you mean by good hashtags? One that already has a lot of hashtags tied with it or one that is catchy, so to speak. Like I remember back in the day when hashtags were first starting off, my last morning partner, Kid O'Shea, would constantly hashtag Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) <laughs> we would be talking. We'd be talking about snow in Wisconsin, and he'd be like, hashtag Oprah Winfrey, because well, he figured if you're looking for Oprah Winfrey, you'll land on our <laughs> stuff. I don't know if that really worked or not. I mean, Oprah is the queen. She but- is. So tag her in everything. <laughs> I'm gonna start using that. We're gonna, gonna tag her in this because we mentioned gonna, her name. I'm just gonna take Oprah in everything now and see how it works for me. Or Beyonce. Oh. Of course, because she's um, the best. <laughs> um, I think that I just use ones that are relevant to the post, and I try not to use ones that are like catchy, you know, because then no, those, one's, no one's looking nope, those up. Correct. So it's not like don't be so specific where it's like you know, I'm wearing a purple blazer. Hashtag purple blazer on a Tuesday at nine forty five a.m. or whatever. Like no one's gonna freaking look at that. <laughs> exactly. No one's gonna look that up, and that hashtag's not gonna go anywhere. I mean, thumbs so, up for being witty, but, but th- it's not gonna grow your following. No. So you know, or your engagement. Yeah. So you know, doing like hashtag pastels, hashtag spring style, <laughs> something that's relevant to the post. That's but relevant. That's so specific. Yeah. Are there any mistakes that you've made that, looking back on it, you want to tell people? People like, hey, don't don't do this. I think when I first started, I focused more on growing followers and putting out super quality content. And I think that's a big mistake that a lot of people make, that they're focused so much on the numbers because, you know, brands want you to have a certain number to work with them. And I think that that sometimes drives people to purchase followers, which you never want to do because... I mean, that's, that's just, not real engagement. That's not real engagement. And it's going to kick you in the ass. So I think focusing on having really, really good content, because when you do have good content, the numbers will just come. And like, then things will get shared and yeah. people will really enjoy what they're, what they're seeing and the mm-hmm. engagement will be better. Yeah. That seems to make a lot of sense. But you're right. People lose sight of that. Yeah. Because like, they look at the number right away. Yeah. Quality be, over quantity. I remember when I first started, I was like, I can't wait to have that K where it's like, you know, it's no longer like 6,500 followers. It's like 10K. Like, I, that's what I wanted so bad. And then when I got it and I was like, oh, like, this is it. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, now what? <laughs> now what? So, yeah. Did taxes totally kick you in the ass because you have to have 1099s with some of these things that you get? Or was uh, it was it okay? Were you prepared this, for that? This year was okay. Uh, this year, I pretty much broke just about even i still owed a little bit but not a ton this coming year 
it's going to kick me in the ass. I know it's the price of success. It's going to kick me in the ass because now I have I had some big things that were gifted. So and do you want this to be your full time job one day? Is that the dream? I would love that. Yeah, I would love to have it be my full time job. It's what I love doing. So, yeah. And this is really something that is kind of taking over. There's a lot of people that are doing this lifestyle blogging. And I feel like yeah. there's a lot of pieces of the pie to go around. Oh, totally. If you're if you're true to you, there's only one you. So exactly. your opinion of a product or you know, your style mm-hmm. or what you how you wear your clothes, it's just unique to you. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when it comes to working with brands, like if someone's listening that wants to be a blogger and whatever, like I tell a lot of my blogger friends. You know, when I work with brands like, hey, they're really good to work with. Reach out to this person because you should work with them, too. And they're like, oh, well, I don't have the numbers that you have. Who cares? Like the worst that a brand can say to you is no. And that's really not the end of the world. Yeah. And then you just move on to the next one. But there there will be a next one. Yeah. And there are plenty of brands that are going to want to work with you. So, I mean, you never know unless you just send it out and see what they say. That's how you ask a pro. <laughs> Pamela Keek, fashion blogger, also a fashion columnist at onmilwaukee.com. Jeff Sherman sent me a message too. Aww. I know, he's he's a good friend of mine and he's like, hey Pam! Uh, you can find Pam at itspamelakeek.com Instagram at Pamela Keek. Find her on Facebook. We'll link it up at 991themix.com. If you have other questions, Pam's always willing to to chat. That's what makes totally. you so real. Totally. And that's why people like you. Aww. So thanks for being so gracious and coming here today. Thanks. We appreciate thanks for it. Thanks having me. This has been the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.